Thank you for joining us today. As Associate Pastor Paul shares the Word of God, our prayer is that your life will be touched by the Spirit of Almighty God and constant, powerful truths that can be applied to your everyday life. Let's join Associate Pastor Paul with today's message. Well, it is great having everyone here tonight, and we are going to uh, continue a series that I started a couple of weeks back called Growth Pains. If you weren't here for that first part, uh, we have CDs available in the foyer. You can pick one up after uh, the service tonight, or you can go to um, our cmchurch.com website. We have all of our podcasts up. You can stream it there, but we do want to welcome you here tonight, and all of you that are listening by podcast, we appreciate you uh, tuning in and listening to what we have to say. Um, In part one, we used Isaiah chapter 54 to talk about God increasing our capacity. And this series is all about God increasing our capacity as believers. So as we read Isaiah 54, and we're gonna start in verse two, it says, enlarge the place of your tent, stretch out the curtains of your dwellings, spare not, lengthen your cords, and strengthen your pegs. For you will spread abroad to the right and to the left, and your descendants will possess nations, and they will resettle in desolate cities. Now, I love reading this because it's such encouragement for the people of Israel, the Hebrew people who had been struggling. God is now bringing them this great message of increasing their capacity and growth. And that's why I love reading about this because it's all about growing and expanding and moving forward. Now, in part one, we talked about the first part of this where it says, enlarge the place of your tent. And we talked about enlarging ourselves, enlarging our capacity in every area of our lives. Because for growth to come, you have to make room for it to come. And I've often heard Tim talk about this, and I'm old enough to fall into this category. Um, You know, and some of you guys in here tonight are, but when we were growing up, our parents would always buy our blue jeans and our clothes way too big. And you see these cool pictures of these people back in the day, and you know, and, and young people do it today, but you know, I see you guys rolling up the bottom of your pants, and so I'm gonna roll mine up tonight. And we used to do that all the time, but that was not because we were trying to look cool. It was because our pants were too big. And your parents would always say to you, because, you know, my, I shopped one place, J.C. Penney's. And, you know, Tim talked about going down the road to this little store that's not there anymore. I shopped one place called J.C. Penney's, and I got one pair of jeans that were called Rough Riders. That was the only pair of jeans that my parents would buy me. And those weren't cool. Trust me, they weren't designer jeans. And you would roll them up, and your parents would always tell you, what? You'll grow into them. You will grow into them. And, and, and you have to understand, God is in the business of enlarging us so that we will grow into the growth that he's wanting to bring us into. So, so many times God is going to expand you beyond what you think is reasonable or needed. 
but it's just because you haven't grown into that place yet of that enlargement. Does that make sense? So tonight we're going to focus a little bit on this verse 2. So everybody look at verse 2. It says, enlarge the place of your tent. Now watch this. Stretch out the curtains of your dwelling. Spare not. Yours may say, stretch your tent curtains wide. I mean, stretch them out. Stretch them out wide. Make them stretch. Now, I want to talk a little bit about being stretched. How many of y'all have ever been stretched? Or you just say, boy, God is really stretching me. I think we've all been there. And um, in other words, you, you have to be flexible. You have to be flexible. I always love having a new class of interns come in Leaders Academy because we work out in Leaders Academy. That's part of what we do with body, soul, and spirit. So we're trying to focus on the whole person and we have exercises three days a week. And uh, Jason Ross and I head this up and it's always funny when we first start because we always start every workout with stretching. And and you should, you should start every workout with stretching. So the interns, when a lot of them get here, you know, we just do a typical stretch, right? Okay, so I say, everybody bend down and touch your toes. And so this is usually what I see. Ah, ah, ah. And I'm like, you're not even past your knees. How could that possibly hurt? You know, and, and I was like, Stre- you know, stretch it on out. Go on down, touch your, you know, touch your toes, touch the floor. And they're like, ah, I can't do that. And, it, and, <laughs> and it's really funny to watch. It's, it's quite hilarious. But we begin this stretching. And here's what the interns learn as we do this. If they want to move beyond their current limitations, they're going to have to endure the pain of stretching. Because stretching isn't really all that pleasant, honestly. When you're stretching your muscles out, you're, you're lengthening your tendons, and, and you're causing things to grow. But with many Christians, when this begins to happen, they say to God, God, I've reached my max. That's it. I'm done. I can't go any further. I mean, my plate is full. And, you know, I used to think little thoughts like that a long time ago. Um, but our senior pastor, he worked that out of me real quick. <clears throat> I learned that you can do a whole lot more than you think you can. And what you need to stop praying is God to remove things from your plate. What you need to start praying is for God to enlarge your plate. See, God is in the business of increasing and expanding and growing us. And, and, and you know, I think you're, I believe the point to which you're willing to stretch is the point to which you're going to grow. And everybody you know, we, we all tend mentally to set caps on our growth, on our capacity, and what we feel that we're capable of doing. But I can promise you, your feelings can be very deceptive. And if we're going to go where the Spirit of God is taking us as individuals, and where the Spirit of God is taking us as a ministry, look around the room. We are fulfilling the prophecy of Isaiah. And that's why this whole scripture, you know, as I do my daily devotion reading, 
and I was actually in the book of Isaiah, and I got to this chapter. I mean, God just opened this thing up to me, and he said, this is exactly what I'm doing at Christian Ministries right now at this moment. And if you're going to go where God is wanting to take you, church, as a believer, you have to be flexible. You have to be willing to be stretched. Now, now notice it says, stretch your tent curtains wide. Don't hold back. Listen to what the message version says. I like this. Clear lots of ground for your tents. Make your tents large. Spread out. Think big. Well, I think that's what we're doing here. We're thinking big. Don't hold back. God says, you're not going to come up short. And I think lots of times when we begin to feel the stretch of growth, we get fearful, we get anxious, we get worried, we, we become timid, we want to step back from that stretcher, we want to step back from that uncomfortable growth that God's wanting to bring us into. But I want to encourage you, like the Word says, don't hold back. You have to learn to endure the pain of stretching if you're going to grow beyond your current limitations. Now, I love watching Rocky. I've got all the movies at my house, every single one of them, and I love watching Rocky. You know, we've had a couple of speed bags in the ministry in the past, and I love hitting those things and doing, and I, I just, but I love the whole message of Rocky. And in Rocky Three, which is, in my opinion, the first three of the best, uh, but, but he faced Clubber Lang, and this guy, I mean, Rocky wasn't ready for him. Rocky had gotten comfortable. Rocky had grown very satisfied with what he had achieved. He felt like he had achieved his dreams. You know, he'd got the big house, he'd got the car, he'd got the wife, he had the kids, he had become a champion, he had the belt. He, he had arrived at a place in his mind where he was happy. But what Rocky didn't understand at that time was that he thought that he could park his life in neutral and that he would stay at that level. But what he didn't realize was that you don't stay in neutral. If you put your life in a place where you're no longer being pushed, and I don't care what age that you're at, you will begin to go backwards. You won't stay in the same place. So Rocky went into this fight with Clubber Lang, who was hungry. And this guy was climbing the ladder of success. He had, he had a passion and a desire to increase his capacity, to move into more. And he faced Rocky in that first fight, and I'm telling you, it didn't last any time. He defeated Rocky easily, and it was a really difficult de defeat for Rocky. So we go through this whole process that Rocky had to go through of overcoming failure, overcoming disappointment, overcoming discouragement, of which we all have to do. And I, that's why I love these movies, because they're so about the human condition. And he finally got himself back mentally where he needed to be. He got his hunger back. He got his drive back. He got his passion back. And now he went into fight number two. And, and it was totally different in fight number two because in the movie, when they lined up in fight number one, I mean, Clubber Lane was looking at him. I mean, jaws tight, 
This guy was, I mean, he could chew up nails and spit out bullets. I mean, he was ready. He had this glare in his eyes looking at Rocky the whole time. Rocky couldn't even look him in the eye. Because Rocky knew that this guy had something in him that he didn't. But the second fight, Rocky stepped out, faced him eye to eye. They're looking at each other. And Clubber Lane says this to him. He says, I'm going to bust you up. And Rocky looks at him and he says back, go for it. <laughs> kind of sounded like him, didn't I? <laughs> I've rehearsed it. I know all the lines. <laughs> Ask my wife, she can tell you. I can quote movies that I like. I'm always walking around the house throwing one out and she's like, was that from another movie? And I said, babe, you don't know what that's from? It's like, it's the best. See, Rocky learned from a previous battle that he lost that if he was going to continue to progress up the ladder of growth that God wanted him to progress up, then he was going to have to embrace pain, he was going to have to overcome fear and hurt and insecurity, come on, and self-doubt and lack of confidence and anxiety and worry and all of these things that life tries to bring upon us to keep us from moving forward into what God wants to move all of us into. And if you're going to move forward, you're going to have to stretch out and not let anything or anyone or any event in your life hold you back. Because for Rocky, it could have ended at the in the first fight. He could have easily hung up his belt and he could have said, church, I'm a champion. I won, I arrived. I don't have to prove anything to anybody. But see, Rocky learned that if he was going to move forward, he had to continue to fight the good fight. Church, Jesus didn't hold anything back for us. And I don't think we need to hold anything back for him. He put us here and every single day that we're here on this earth breathing, God has a plan. And God has a plan to move us forward into growth. So tonight I wanna encourage you, if you've been wronged by someone, forgive. Forgive. If you've been offended or wounded by someone, let it go. I mean literally, let it go. If you've felt rejected and abandoned, go with God. Allow the healing of the Holy Spirit and the ministry of the Holy Spirit to come into your life and to bring the healing that God has for you. Whatever you need to do, don't let anything hold you back. See, verse 2 says here that we are to stretch out. Now, I want to look at this next part. Look at here at verse 2 with me once again. Enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch out the curtains of your dwelling. Spare not. Now watch this, lengthen your cords, lengthen your cords. Now, I like working out, I'm not a big guy, but I really do enjoy working out, I like weightlifting, I like working out, I always have enjoyed that, and I, I guess I just like the challenge of it, I like how it makes me feel. Um, but when, when you grow in strength training of any kind, any kind of strength training that you do in working out, you have to stretch your capacity. But then you have to lengthen your routine. So when we start working out with these interns at the beginning of the year, 
we have a 20-minute max, and 10 of that is stretching. And, you know, literally just starting out stretching the first couple of weeks, they're so sore they can barely walk, and we haven't done anything. We've just stretched because we're, we're, we're moving these muscles into a place where they can go to another level, right, where they, where they can grow. So you have to stretch your capacity, but then you have to lengthen your routine. And so basically you say to yourself, I'm going to go further, longer. That's what my plan is. I'm going to go further, longer. I used to operate at this level, but now this greater level is going to be now my new normal. See, this greater level, God's going to bring me to a greater level, and this greater level is now going to be the new normal that I operate at. So God wants to further your output, and God wants to further your influence, and the only way that's going to happen is that you begin to allow God to lengthen you, stretch out, lengthen you. Proverbs 18, 16 says, a man's gifts make room for him, and brings him before great men. A man's gifts make room for him. So when I think of that, I think, okay, well, the more giftings that I develop, the more places of blessing that's going to move me. And every believer ought to have that desire. You know, the Bible says to earnestly pray for the gifts. Well, I mean, sometimes I think, we think when we pray for the gifts that, you know, God's just going to wrap it up and send it to us in a bow. That, that's not what that means. When you pray, if you pray for the gift of wisdom, then God's going to put you in situations where you're going to have to grow and learn to be wise. And, and so this, this whole scripture as we read this, you know, if I'm just reading it, okay, if I, let's say that I'm a guest speaker and I come in and I come up and I say, church, the Lord has given me a word for this ministry and here's the word that I'm going to share. Enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch out the curtains of your dwelling. Spare not. Lengthen your cords. Strengthen your pegs for you will spread abroad to the right and to the left. Your descendants will possess nations and they will resettle in desolate cities. Fear not, I will not put you to shame. Neither feel humiliated nor be disgraced. Everybody in here is like, whoa, man, what are you talking about? That's powerful. That's awesome. What they didn't pay attention to was the dozers that needed to be brought in, the shovels and the picks that needed to be brought out, all the ropes that needed to be purchased and lengthened, and all the effort that needed to be put in to get this thing to a... Are you hearing what I'm saying? The more you stretch, the more God can use you to be a blessing and an influence. God is lengthening us. And God's lengthening is not designed to kill you, although it does feel like that sometimes. It does. I mean, I've been there personally. It feels like that. It feels like, God, what are you? Do you, do you see me? Do you know what you're doing to me? I mean, God, I'm like a rubber band, and, you know, I'm, I can only stretch so far. But I promise you, you can stretch a lot farther than you think you can. Now, it says, lengthen your cords. See, after you stretch, you have to make a decision to lengthen. 
And just because you've been stretched, and I want everybody to get this, just because you have been stretched doesn't mean that you're going to continue to do that every time. You have to make a conscious decision to say, like I said, this new level is my new normal. And I'm going to work at being consistent at this new level every single day that I get up. See, you have to be determined if you're going to walk in your lengthening, so to speak. If you're going to maintain that length. Because everything, if, if I take a rubber band, church, and I stretch it out, and I let go of it, what is it naturally going to want to do? It's going to naturally want to go back to its original state. And that's what we do as people. We always want to go back. We want to go backwards. And when you lose vision for growth, then you will always want to go backwards. You know, we think about people who lose vision for lengthening, stretching, and expanding their marriage. People who lose vision for that future of their marriage, you know what they'll do? They'll get online and start talking to some old girlfriend from college or high school. They'll go back to their past because they don't have a vision for their future. You know, you guys at TC, you got to be very careful. It'd be real easy for you to come to TC and you're sitting around at night in your dorm room talking about the good old days. Man, we used to hit that bong. We used to do this. We used to do that. I used to party, man. We used to have a great time. And you'll start reliving the glory days, which really are no glory days at all. And you'll, and you'll recognize, man, I'm trying to go back to a place of, of a state that I was in. And God's all about enlarging, stretching, lengthening, expanding. So you say, I have a new normal, and this new normal is where I'm going to operate. So you don't look at it as I'm doing anything big. You look at it as God expects me to grow. This is the area now that I'm going to begin to maintain and live in, consistency at that level. So in your fathering, you're going to be a better father next year than you've been this year. That'll be your new level. That'll be your new normal. In your mothering, I'm going to be a better mother next year than I've been this year. I'm going to be a better wife. I'm going to be a better husband. I'm going to be a better employee. I'm going to be a better student. I'm going to be a better friend. See, every single one of us have to continue to grow and expand and stretch and lengthen if we're going to move into what God has for us. In Luke chapter 9, verse 62 Jesus said, no one puts their hand to the plow and looks back as fit for the kingdom of God. God's not about going backwards. God's about moving forwards. All the time. All the time. There is no neutral gear in the kingdom. It's forwards or it's backwards. You're either growing or you're withering. And God is taking all of us to greater capacities here in this ministry and greater capacities bring greater stress and greater levels of uncomfortableness. And when it's all said and done, you can just pretty much put this in your spiritual bank. The amount of pressure that you can handle determines your destiny. God will only take you as far as the amount of pressure you can handle. If you can handle greater 
amounts of pressure, then you can grow to greater levels of influence in the kingdom. But if you set limits on yourself, or you set limits on the Lord, or you say, I'm unwilling to go any farther, or Jesus, you know, you're the Lord of this area of my life, and you're the Lord of this area of my life, but you know what? This area right here, it's off limits for you. You know, I'm not willing to allow you to stretch me in the area of my entertainment. I'm not going to allow you to to lengthen me and enlarge me in the area of the people that I spend my my time with. I'm not going to allow you to, to grow me and stretch me in the area of my financial giving. So you set caps on yourself. You set limits on yourself. But God says, listen to what God says, enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch out the curtains of your dwelling. Spare not. Lengthen your cords and strengthen your pegs. For you will spread abroad to the right and to the left, and your descendants will possess nations, and they will resettle desolate cities. Wow. So see, our ministry has to keep growing if we're going to stay healthy. Because just like I said in our previous uh, part one, healthy things grow. Anything that healthy, that's healthy grows. If, if it becomes unhealthy, it's because it's not growing. It's not getting the proper fertilizer. It's not getting the proper sunlight. It's not getting the proper care. It's not getting the proper watering. And therefore, when you just set it there and you just don't do anything to it, you're thinking, okay, well, I'm not hurting it. I'm not, you know, I'm not damaging it. I'm not pouring poison on it. I'm not doing anything bad to it. No, you're just doing nothing with it. And by taking your hands off of it, it will die. Well, it's the same in our life. It's the same in ministry. Healthy things grow. We have to keep challenging ourselves to grow. You can have people encourage you to grow, but you're the only one that can make yourself grow. Now, it's a real challenge for all of us. And I think the people that have the hardest time with this are people who have been doing the same thing for a very long time. And some of you are business owners and you've been in your profession for a very long time and you're good at what you do and you know a lot of things. But there's always new ways There's always innovation. There's always new techniques that are being introduced. And if we don't continue to reach out for those things and to push ourselves to grow in those areas, what will happen is we'll become stagnant in what we do. I've been doing the internship for well over 20 years now, for a very long time. And I want the experience for the interns that come here to be like, it's my very first year on the job. I want them to see the excitement that I have being the same as the excitement that they have being a first year intern coming in here. Well, you understand, I've taught these classes over and over and over. I can do them in my sleep and lots of times I do. I mean, I, I've, I've done all of these things so many times, none of it's new. We just got back from a trip 
going to Silver Dollar City. And for many of them, you know, that was the very first time they've ever been. And, you know, we went on rides and we saw plays and we did all these things. And I've done that a dozen times. I mean, it, I've done it so many times. I, I mean, I just know it. But I have to be the person who is determined to keep things fresh in my own life and keep things healthy and growing, enlarging, stretching, lengthening. They're all uncomfortable and they're all work. It all requires work, but this is God's plan. He got Adam, he put him in the garden, he got Eve, and this is what he said, cultivate this garden, tend this garden, make this garden grow. That's God's plan. God wants you to expand in every way, your personal life, your ministry in the church. You ought to be doing more next year in your service and ministry to the church than you have in 2016. You ought to be giving more next year and, and, and in every way. And I'm not just talking about financially. In prayer, in reading the Word, in serving, financially, but in every area of our life, our personal life, with our children, with our spouses, in our homes, in our businesses, in every way, God's wanting to increase our capacity. As I close with part two tonight, I wanna encourage you. I wanna encourage you to never let yourself stop because once you stop, that's when you start withering away. <clears throat> it's easy to wanna stop. The temptation is to do that. The natural d d desire is to do that but we have to take the word of the Lord of encouragement where he says, enlarge, stretch, increase, lengthen, grow. Why? Because God wants to bless us and God wants us to be people of great influence in his life. Amen? Amen. Amen. You guys stand with me tonight. <clears throat> Let's pray together. Father, we thank you for your word. God, we thank you for the challenge of your word. Your word challenges us to be better people, to be more committed, God, to be more determined. And God, tonight I pray that the word that I gave would be a word that encourages everyone to, to say, you know what, I gotta roll up my sleeves. I got some work to do. I got some things that I need to continue to work on. God's not done with me, I'm still here. And because I'm still here, I'm going to keep moving forward and keep growing. And Father, tonight I pray that as I um, close in prayer that every single person in this room will get a vision. A vision for their own personal lives. A vision for moving forward. A vision for going to greater heights and doing more for you, with you, and you in them. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. We hope that you have been blessed, encouraged, and motivated by today's message. If you are interested in more messages by the pastors at CM Church, please log on to our website at www.cmchurch.com and click on our podcast link. You can also purchase series and other messages at our online store.